0: Every mother wants the very best for her children. She also has her own wounds to heal. Mary Lou Coombe is joining us today from Australia. She was born in Lebanon and was raised there during the years of the war. She shares with us today on Mothering the Mother to Empower the Child. Welcome to the Global Party Podcast. I'm Jacqueline Best, host and creator of Best Whole New World, where joy, health, peace, love, and wealth are just the natural vibes. I'll be interviewing real people with real stories from all over the world where they share their transformation, their healing from the inside out. Listen and subscribe and get the health vibe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Global Party Healing from the Inside Out. I am joined halfway around the world by the beautiful Mary Lou Coombe from you. Are you where are you in Australia? Exactly.
1: I'm in Melbourne, Victoria,
0: You're in Melbourne and in Victoria. Mm-hmm. So hold on. Victoria is the state or Victoria is mm-hmm. the city.
1: Victoria is like, Melbourne's not. the city.
0: Yes. OK, yeah. so we've had we've had Perth, and we've had Sydney, and now we have had wow. Ma- and now we're in Melbourne. So this is like, I love it. it is very awesome. And so you actually grew up in Lebanon for 10 years of your life, right? Mm,
1: that's right. And
0: i in you know, part of this whole conversation about healing from the inside out. People have been talking about you know childhood wounds and needing to be healed and addressed. And it's all part of our story. And when I asked you what song you resonated you with, what song did you pick?
1: Um, I know it was a Jason Mraz one, Um, Life is Wonderful.
0: Yes, we're just going to play a little bit and then we're going to come back and talk about child, the children. Yeah. So here we go.
1: Just
0: let's say dun, 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 dun. La 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 life is
1: wonderful. La 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 for
0: full circle. La 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 la, life wonderful. La 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 la. La la
1: la la. It's a beautiful song, isn't it? It is. And
0: so you know, do you see that life is wonderful with? What's going
1: on in the world right now? I actually do. I know. I know. Um, it's crazy, but I do because to me, life is life is polarity. But our human forms is about finding the duality and finding that center. Um, you know, I actually I'm learning really fast in especially the last two and a half years mm-hmm. with um, quite rapid big experiences that we've been having collectively in the universe, in the world, Mm -hmm. but also for me on a personal level. Um, And I've kind of been learning there's no good or bad, or there's both good or bad, depending on which way you want to look at it. (laughs) Um, And that song in particular, why I love it so much, and I play it when I need that reminding about, and if you listen to the lyrics, it's very much about... Um, you know, did the chicken come before the egg or did the egg come first? Like, and, you know, like if you listen to the words, it is so beautiful and so, um, such a great reminder about that polarity. So when I'm feeling like really stuck in one side of something, I bring myself back to remember, well, there's another side of that. Let's see what the other side of that is. Um, And yeah, basically in my work, if I was to work with mothers in particular, Mm -hmm. that's where I help them see that in their parenting journey um, and I work quite closely with children on helping them learn that from quite a young age because mm-hmm. it's so important. I really feel like it's really important and we spend all this time in our life going this is bad that's happened to me or this, right. this is good that's happened to me but these are just experiences that we put meaning to mm-hmm. depending on the emotions that have evoked in us, right? Right. Um, so you shared with everyone that I was born in Lebanon and I came to Australia when I was 10. Um, I didn't speak any English. I I really struggled. For five years, I really struggled. You know, I had a lot of bullying happen. Um, a lot of, I actually hated Australia for a good five years. You know, and all I wanted to do was be back in my home country. I was a popular girl there. I really loved, I loved French. So in Lebanon back then, um, you had an option of either going to an American school or a French school. And my family was very French oriented. So we never learned English back then. Okay. Um, and I loved speaking French and Arabic and you know, didn't want to learn this other language and I never wanted to choose to learn back at home anyway, <laughs> but it was kind of forced upon us, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, a lot of people like say to me today, oh, you poor thing, like you grew up in that, you grew up in that, it was the heart of the war. Um, you know, we would go underground a lot of times. Um, in fact, just the other day I was watching a documentary On a lot of the refugees and all of these things that are happening in the world which really brought out to the surface some of my childhood Mm -hmm. stuff and it gave me that you know that um like a book almost that i just have to look at and go i'm still triggered in my cells how do i hear this you know what can i do about it i used to get stuck in oh my god all these people that i just want to help and i just want to you know i just want to do all of this to help all these people but it's made me stop and go well hang on a minute who helped me when, or who helped my family. And we had a lot of people doing their part, but ultimately it was my parents' choice that helped us. It was the decisions that we internally and externally make that take us to that next step in our life. And we can have all the external help in the world. But if we don't look at things internally, I really, like, it is my deepest, truest belief just due to my own experiences Mm -hmm. that if we don't heal within, we can never heal without. Right. And, you know, we see a lot of posts with everything, especially right now because, you know, everything's in our face and social media. But it's no different than it was 30 years ago. It really isn't much. Like, you know, some of the experiences I've had, I'm seeing children having them now. Right. You know, or even what's happening in the media in, in 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 the states. It's been. I lived in St. Louis when I was twenty-four, mm-hmm. and I'm like, nothing has changed much. This is the stuff I saw back there. And you know, I. It breaks my heart, and then I go, okay, what can I do with a broken heart? Not much. Yeah. Right. So that's where. You know, that healing within and why I was so, like, I had a big yes in my body when I got invited to be here was because I just really feel the world needs to hear this message. You know, and um, a lot of spiritual people have been attacked when, you know, a word like all lives matter gets put out there. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing is, is I can see both sides. I can see it. it's like I elevate above it. It's like, yes, all lives do matter that all black lives matter. Right. And to be able to see both sides and not actually be drawn into any side mm-hmm. is where I know my work that I've done on me on the inside is working. So wow. Yeah.
0: That, that, was, that was really well expressed, right? Oh, thank and, you. And, and that's one of the reasons why I love, you know, meeting the essential people as far as I'm concerned, because every story is essential, right? And, I believe so. And in that awareness that we all thought we were, like, important before, but now we know, <laughs> we've got a label.
1: <laughs>
0: um, it, every single this, one,
1: though. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Every single one yeah. has some, when you <laughs> recognize that there was a moment in time, like you said, your parents had to have some feeling inside. They had to make that choice they had to go forward because it does it's like a key has to turn in somewhere in your heart to say okay we can do this you know even even the refugees that have jumped on board a raft or a ship or you know whatever to try and get away and then i always think and we're turning them away they've traveled across you know the ocean and and we're saying no sorry um you know I, i mean when i in canada i remember a gentleman saying to me from um he he'd he'd come from uh, Iraq and he said the only difference between your ancestors and mine is yours came by boat mine came by plane
1: yeah
0: and it's like yeah because you know (laughs) oh we forgot the indigenous people the first nations people were here first the aboriginals were there you know like they Mm -hmm. were there and then we colonized everything
1: i know that's that's a one thing um that I know with my own children, that I really want to talk to them about. Especially, well, in the history of Australia, obviously it's not as, you know, um, big or as as many years as the US. But when we say we discovered a country, did we really discover that country? If there were already people that were living there,
0: <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like we're just
1: visitors, really. We really are just visitors. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot around that. and I think. Um, you know, especially in the last few weeks, um, with the you know hot topic of racism.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, see, I just have a belief that we're all racist, no matter what color we are. We're all racist because we have some sort of bias and a belief. You know, depending on where we are, mm-hmm. and it's just that level of racism that differs depending on what group you're in. Right. You know, um, I'm not proud to say that I've been racist myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had I've had beliefs about certain cultures where I asked the universe, please show me differently. Like, I don't want to have this belief, you know, but right. I did. And it's, it's, it's automatic because if we understand how the brain works, we have a judging brain and the brain just judges anything that's, that feels either threatening to us, that feels different to us. It just naturally does that. So rather than judging the judging brain, understand it and break it down and ask yourself why you're judging this. Where are you feeling uncomfortable? What can you right. learn about this? And if we ask questions and are open to learning, imagine if the world did that rather than attacking each other for being so different and not holding the same beliefs.
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, I love to use social media, the internet, as an example because, you know, everybody has their own Facebook page or their own Instagram account or, you know, whatever social media, they have their their own place. And they can express what they wanna express if they talk show or they And so why do we think that's okay? <laughs> but yet exactly. expressing who you want in this body and how I want to express it is somehow supposed to be a certain way. And and that's where I feel like I've been saying for a few years is, is that the the old PCs, remember those? That the have little external ones with the floppies, right? <laughs> To me, that's the old old hierarchy, right? And you've got those people that are still living off the mainframe. They remember, I remember the mainframe and the cards, you know, that they used to put in and the floppies, but yet everybody else, all these new generation have come from the cloud and they go, let's solve the problem. Let's make a new app. Let's, you know, let's get a new solution. Let's Google, let's search it. And these people are wanting to take all this and stuff it in a box that doesn't work. And now the box is just exploding. And it's creating that sense of, on the other side of the coin, the fear of, um, oh, am I going to die? You know, am I going to lose my job, my money? Like, where is that coming from?
1: You know, fear of change. Yeah, and so, is. as you are- And this is a thing though, Jacqueline, can we just tell yeah. all our audience right now, this is newsflash, we are all going to die. Like nobody's actually going to live forever, right? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry, and I and I say it's this, and like I say can't this can't with, can't this, can't with can't this kind of humour. You know? But do, do you know what I mean? And I say yeah. this with this kind of humour because you know I lost my dad two and a half years ago, and it happened quite rapidly. Mm-hmm. you know with his diagnosis with cancer, and it was such a huge heart opener for me because. You know, I was on this treadmill of just working 24-7 and trying to be everything to everybody. Mm -hmm. And it really just made me stop and go, what the F is this life for? What am I doing? Mm -hmm. You know, what am I doing? And when I really made friends with my own mortality Mm -hmm. of I could die tomorrow, you know, and then only just recently we had, you know, a family member just not wake up with nothing wrong Mm -hmm. with her. You know only last year and I just kind of go that that could happen to any of us and I really do take that quite deeply and literally but it's been really you know it took these two experiences with family members passing and so you know when people are like oh I'm so scared of I mean look I'll give you an example right and I don't want to mock this because I understand the fear and you know different people's different level of awareness but you know stay home stay alive Okay, I'm happy to stay home and stay, you know, away from people if I'm unwell. Right. But let's just see. What is the point of staying alive if I'm not living? Right. Right. You know, oh. I mean, that's just a little, little, a little thing for me. And so, um, you know, well, that's you, you, not a,
0: okay. So let's 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 just stick yeah. with that for a moment. Is it a little thing because isn't that why we're here to experience life? Exactly. And and so if we're put in a cage. You know, I think there was a certain point where, like, it's great that we were all forced into the chrysalis. And that's what I call it. It's like they just shoved the caterpillars in the chrysalis and they said, guess what? The world's breaking down. So you need to have a break and you need to start to adjust your perceptions and, you know, see essential people are essential. And, you know, where if you've got all this money, you can't spend it anywhere. Maybe you can redistribute it. Right. You can use your like there's there's a Mm. shift that goes from up here
1: to the heart. Yes, yes. And I think that break was needed. Yeah. Like that is a collective energy in the world that was needed. Mm-hmm. But I also think what's really important is for us to think for ourselves mm-hmm. and really do what's right for our family. Yeah. You know, um, and we, when we talk about mothering the mother in particular, I think that mothers just do not realize the power that they hold in a household. In their role, they really don't, you know. In in and when we heal our wounds as a mother mm-hmm. and live <laughs> and lift from that heart space, that's where real change in the world happens. Because you, as the mother, are then influencing that future generation that you're raising. And always come back to asking your yourself that question of. Where does this come from? You know, my favourite little saying for the last year and a bit is, what would love do? Hmm. And I really, really encourage mothers in any type of situation, you know, when they're feeling isolated at home with their children, um, you know, they're being driven bonkers, whatever it might be, what would love do? And if love says go out and sit in nature, in the forest, go do that. Right. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like I was on the sandbar yesterday. Okay, so it it it's that sense of when mothers have their up their past patterns generally have been. I got to take care of everybody else before I take yes. care of me, right? Yes, of course. And so the idea that you can have a little bit of time for yourself is, in some ways, a novel concept. I know I when I talk to someone that's spiritual or talks about, you know, law of attraction, I say, well, that alone, your concept of time tells me how much you really know about the universe. Because if you feel time is limited and there's not enough time and I can't do what I'm guided to do, you're basically, you're living in this little tiny box. Because when you step forward, I would say, trust your inner guidance to say, you know what? I know there's enough time for what I need and what I need to do, you know, in that (laughs) sense, right? It's like you have these experiences where sometimes it feels like time just stands still. Or you go to the park because you need to make a break. And there you meet your next VP client. You know what I mean? Which, you you know, like you just don't know what you don't know if you keep living in this little box.
1: But it's about really just trusting and surrendering. You know, it's not about, for me, stop taking action. Like last week, I had, you know, a huge amount of interviews, probably my biggest sign-up of clients in the week. um, And I felt a little bit unwell where I really, you know, and I don't like letting people down, you know, as a recovering people pleaser. (laughs) Uh, I didn't want to let people down. But, you know, at the end of the day, I also didn't want to let myself down. And long term, I didn't want to let more people down. Right. So it's always about stepping back and taking a look at the bigger picture and what I've really learned is that everything just keeps rolling. like everything just keeps happening and people just deal with stuff. And you know all you can do is just show up in the, in that moment exactly as you need to be and everything else just takes care of itself.
0: Yeah
1: you know even children do. And children just need to understand, I think sometimes the trap that us mothers fall into is that we want everything to be perfect for our children. And right now, everything is showing us in the world that it is not, it is not perfect. Yeah. And if, if we can learn anything from what's happening in our world right now, on so many different levels because you know all we hear about right now is black lives matter and coronavirus like they're the two (laughs) biggest headlines right but like if we just go back to what's happening in lebanon for example right now Mm -hmm. a big revolution is about to erupt you know people have like the economy and then not just because of coronavirus but because of a very corrupt government Mm -hmm. um it is completely escalating you know um there's people that just can't even feed their families. And, you know, if we look even broader, like Asian countries, Pacific countries, all the tourist destinations that are being affected right now, Mm -hmm. it is a global bigger thing and we can get quite overwhelmed with with that if we allow it to. Mm -hmm. And, look, I have, you know, I have. I've had moments of like, but that's what I mean. You just have to come back to your heart centre and go, what is this showing in me? Where's the power of what What can I do? Where is my power to do what I can do? And I really am just a huge believer that it starts at home. If you've got young children, it's a conversation that starts with them. It's, it's, the, it's the knowledge. It's the, um, the, the exposure that you give them to different cultures, to different literature, to different music, you know, and not just putting onto your children what is you, you know, like, I, and I'm going to use it as a silly example. Like, if you're into rock and roll and that's all your kids listen to because you're into rock and roll, well, they're not very exposed to much,
0: right?
1: you know, and when they go outside of the home and they listen to other stuff, let me tell you, they'll probably may not come back to rock and roll because they haven't trusted you that you've given them that scope in the first place. So that's what I kind of encourage parents to do, you know, well, and uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I I mean... How old are your kids?
1: Mine is seven and nine.
0: Okay. So mm-hmm. mine are 25 and 21. And so I'll
1: come to you for advice. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so no, I was gonna say what this is the whole point is so I had to trust my guidance in the process of with my kids, right? So they were they weren't vaccinated and they were actually brought home from, they went to the Waldorf school and then they were brought home and thinking homeschooled and then unschooled. And, and I felt guided in this whole process, but in the same token, I was still going back and forth. Like I say, this was, I was in the chrysalis. So I'd be like, I'm trusting this is what I'm supposed to do. But then I'm like in this other stuff dealing with all my relationship and, and baggage. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, we we got out of that situation and we got to prince edward island etc etc but now it's like everybody has to learn what they need to learn yes and mom is now seen as extreme mom is now like nobody like although we talked and although when they were growing up it was like they were at hogwarts instead of you know muggles you know they they as older individuals we're like, I don't want to be like this anymore. I want to be in the world, right? So they went to the other side. And, and in that process, there has been a parting of the ways because it's like, there's, there's, it's just, it's just, I feel it's like what needs to, you know, it needs to occur. But in that process of the of the letting go, it was like, really? This is really gonna happen? You know what I mean? Mm. Like people would see them as teenagers and say, oh, you guys are so closely knit, they're so spiritual, it's so amazing. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like, just the same thing. It's like, no, now you're doing different things. So Mm. I, I just, you know, from that experience I share with, because from some moms, it's like, you really, you do what you feel guided to do and you do the best you can but ultimately your children have their own path to travel and their own experiences to experience and (sighs) as much as I might have believed I was guided to do I was just had a gentleman say to me um, a young guy he said oh he has a health trauma or medical trauma because he was put in an ice bath when he was like 18 months and he wasn't taken to a doctor. And I said, wow. Oh, I texted him. And I said, were your parents holistic? Because, you know, I didn't give my kids an ice bath, but I, you know, was always nursing and paying attention. And he's like, no, my mom was just a narcissist. And it oh. just, it just made me start to break out loud. Cause I thought, Oh, is this possibly what my children, you know, is that because they, you know, yes. differently?' but now I, because they see the world and I'm completely different was I the narcissist,
1: right? Yes. So, But do you, you see how you're circling back to the point that I originally made about polarity? Yeah. And it, everything is about our own perception and the meaning that we put to that. And you know what, Jacqueline, I just have to, um, I've got this big smile on my face because I'm in the middle of writing my book, You're Going to Screw Your Children Up Anyway, Yeah. which is very different to a lot of the you know, conscious parenting that we do. Right. But really you have just, so I'm going to be like, you know, calling you back and asking you a lot of questions about that experience because you have just nailed exactly what I've been talking about and what I'm sharing with these mums, you know, especially in this day and age. All these mums like, oh, have I screwed my kid up? I'm not vaccinating. I'm vaccinating. Like, am I doing the right thing by my child? And it's like, you know what, honestly, you never know. And you've hit the nail on the head by going, you need to just be guided mm-hmm. and do what you think is right at the time and you are doing your best And you do have to remember that your children are here on their own journey, on their own path, and they are their own soul. Mm -hmm. You know, Khalil Gibran said, you know, our children are from us, but not like ours, you know, something along those lines. It's such a beautiful quote. I'll find it and I'll share it with you. But it is, you know, and and it's always just kind of struck with me. And my mum's raised me very much like this, you know, and although she sways as well, because we're human, you know, it's like we're human and then we, You know, we've also got the consciousness part, the heart, the intuition in our gut. And depending on what we're following, we make different decisions and we're not always necessarily following the same thing. You know, like I'm not always following my gut. There are times my head questions that. So I might make a different decision and then, you know, something happens and I come back and I'm like, oh, I should have listened to my gut. Yeah. But that
0: is, but that's part, learning. Of, the, but that's part exactly. of the experience, right? Exactly. I mean, my first marriage, like that was it. It's like, I heard, you know, don't, you know, I knew it couldn't, but I got married. Like if you don't ever have the moment where, you know, you were being told not to do it exactly. and then you do it, you, you never realize, how oh, I was guided. I was exactly. told, <laughs> but I ignored it. And, and so to me, those are the experiences you need to have. And if you're, making choices even in that process of is there right or wrong it's in the experience like you say polarities is that's part of the life experience to be able to see that that like even the other day i said to my girlfriend i said oh so is inner guidance and narcissism, you know, do I need to have a series of interviews on those now? Like, you know, like, because if I'm feeling guided to follow my inner guidance, or I trust that everybody has a role to play, but people want to label and say, well, that person's a narcissist. But if I needed that narcissist in my life to show me something about it, is, is he a, like, like my ex, yes. you know, people, you know, more like, I swear my ex sometimes <sighs> would sit there And he would roll his eyes almost like, oh, my God, how long is it going to take her to get that she deserves better? Like, do I have to keep playing this role? You know, like it was like he knew on a soul level, like this is what it was. And it's like, come on, Jacqueline, snap out of it. Get the plan so I can go live my life.
1: (laughs) Isn't that just such a beautiful perspective, though? And that to me is what radical responsibility is. This is why I just love working with children so much, is to teach them that from such a young age. You know, so I teach yoga to children in schools, Mm -hmm. high schools. And, you know, the biggest thing I try to point out to them is don't blame your friends. Don't blame your parents. Don't blame your teachers. They've triggered something in you. But where can you take the responsibility and go, what can I do about this?
0: Right.
1: You know, and us adults need to also learn to give children more of that power. Yeah. And let them learn the natural consequences sometimes rather than us always try to do everything for them and create this, you know, institute and this bubble and this and this of what they need to do. Let them guide us of what they need to do. Yeah. You know? And so drop the blaming. Again, coming back to the blaming and that judgment. We all judge, but come back and ask your judgment questions of why. Right. Um. So, yeah, I know we can talk about this for a long time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This, this this will be a four part interview series okay this, is, this is maybe an eight part
1: you know yeah, I know right <laughs> you and know. you know what the thing is with you and your children, for example, and what you yeah. shared with us neither of you is right, and neither of you is wrong right like yeah. it, it, it's just it it's just is and it's the life experiences and the contract that you've come to live together and learn from each other in your human form so
0: Uh, They're, they're, they're staying with my father who is 90, right? They're living in, and, and I was saying to him, I I was like, how do you like, to me, this all happened perfectly. Like you, I mean, I've healed my issues with him, but he's still, you know, whatever. So they're getting him on a minor degree, you know, whatever, whatever the situation is or the story, they're getting what they need. And I was saying, can't you just see that it's all happening perfectly? Mm. Right. But because he sees them now as, wounded or not getting enough or should have been raised in a different way. It's like this this experience now in 2020, I've just let them go. Like I mean, I was just like, wow, isn't this interesting? You are now seeing the rest of the world and how they're dealing with homeschooling and how this controversy about vaccine. And if you don't have your own roots on what you believe, mm. well, this is what you get to choose. You get to listen mm. to your friends, you get to listen to the media, you get to have that and mom has nothing to do with it. It's mm. none of my beliefs. This is about your own roots and whatever choices they make. So I completely, it's like crystal clear
1: now to me. And do you see how healing your own mother wounds allow them, allows them to move forth with their own stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It's not your stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's 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 like I went to see a a mental health practitioner to say, you know, do here's my scoop. And she's like, you know, there if if you write a letter to them explaining your childhood and what you took responsibility for your changing mm-hmm. and your choices, and they still say no to family counseling. They aren't ready yeah. for a relationship with you. She goes, but you must have done something right if they can be confident enough to say boundary. Yeah, exactly you, right, you, exactly. Change, you change, you get assessed, and we'll come talk to you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. it is about knowing when you know yourself, And you can love and appreciate yourself it's okay when other people want to point a finger
1: Mm, totally and that's what I say to a lot of people is and again (laughs) working with children I want them I want children to learn these as young as possible and it's Mm -hmm. not that they're not going to have issues as they move through life but it's to have the tools to actually deal with it you know so when somebody you know says I don't know just an example you're ugly right yeah if you know you're not ugly and if you know your beauty, yeah. those words won't affect you. Right. And that's with anything in life. And that's, you know, us being really kind of clear on who are we. And it's, it's a, you know, like who I am today might even change in another week because of the experiences that I'm going to go through and build on, you know, and we're always evolving and changing. And I'm definitely not the person that I was 10 years ago even. Right. You know, and so I'm kind of knowing that and just in that moment going, this is who I am right now and this is the truth that I stand in, mm-hmm. others cannot penetrate you. Right. Um, well, you're not even yeah. the same
0: person you were a couple of years ago when your father passed, right? No.
1: Gosh, I've changed a lot. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that's when we're actually being present to, in our life, we can be a completely different person the next day because yeah. we We've gone, oh, I got to let go of that, right? You know, it's like clean the closet. Ooh, that's got to go.
1: Yeah, 100%. And just like I shared with you, you know, watching that documentary and seeing a lot of stuff about the immigrants, it's stuff that I thought that I dealt with having lived in more and having had that whole experience. Um, And I just sat there and sobbed and sobbed. And like my husband just sat next to me, just holding me going, what the heck? And I'm like, yeah, you know, this brings back a lot of memories. And for me, I created happy memories around it in my head. And look, it was, it actually really was like, I felt safe. It was a community that came together. My family, my mum in particular, just always made us feel really loved and safe. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it didn't matter about the bombs happening outside of the underground kind of area that we were in. Um, But watching that documentary and just seeing that, you know, 32 years later and we're still doing the same shit in humanity, it triggered me. It triggered a lot of stuff in myself. And that's where I think, you know, this is something that I say to mothers and to everybody, really, but get a network of a support around you. And I am so blessed that I have been able to build out. And so I was able to go to a, my group of sisters where I was able to share this with them mm-hmm. and process it and release it. Because, you know, for something to affect me in my cells, it means I'm still holding on to something that does need to be released. And I need, and so, you know, speaking about not being the same person, I w- I'm not the same person that I was last Wednesday even, like right. five, five days ago because yeah. of the work that I've just done since. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's like I'm right here on the ocean. And so it it what I've noticed is I have to be, there's so much presence required because it's pretty much, it's always in motion, right? And sometimes the waves get, you know, they're very strong, and the wind is gusting, and it's like, you know, and and they're coming in, and other times it's calm or another, and it's but it's always moving, and this mm-hmm. idea of how l- this is affecting my body, right? Like I can just feel sometimes it's like, woo, you know, like I gotta go, <laughs> I gotta go ride my bike, I gotta dance, I got to because there's this, and other times it's like, let's it's Zen moment, you know, but it it's never still. like it never feels completely. Still and that I feel is representative of the universe, right? There's always something going on. We just don't know what we don't know.
1: That's why the English language, I love the English language and having the way that I've learned it, but that's why the saying of ride the wave. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it's very much. <laughs> you know, and the fact that like like well, I've started to use the earth, right, as the as the cell, right? I was sharing that in the video. And and the water is like there's more water on the earth than the earth, yeah, right. And our bodies contain more water than you know our so-called organs, and 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 then we get to the fact of the energy, like it, we're so malleable, malleable, yeah, yeah. Right? It's it's exciting to me that where we're going in humanity.
1: Look, it really is, and I just see this time in this period, you know, when you said to me, do um, you? as being wonderful and I actually really do because I see right now this is our chance, it's uncomfortable, it's Mm -hmm. uncomfortable but it's still wonderful because we are getting awareness and 50% of awareness is 50% of a problem change shifted or Mm -hmm. you know healed and so the rest is the work that we just need to do and so the reason I do see life being so wonderful is because we're not just being robots, just moving along now. We actually have the choice to go, this is something that's not working in my life. This is something, you know, basically what's happening right now is like a, ch- a torch being shown on everything that's not working. Right. You know, with the, it's our medical system, our education system, our politicians, racism. Um, education, and fresh. Sure. Everything. Oh, education was a huge right. opener, right? right? Like, it, it's all you know, and we can go, oh, this is really crap. And yes, let's get that anger out. Sure, like it's really crap. But then what are we going to do about it? Because if we sit in that, in that pit of shit, basically, of right. anger or, or blame and judgment and pointing fingers, which is what you see a lot happening on the Internet, right? right? Like black versus white, male versus female, anti-vaxxers versus vaxxers. How are we all going to come together and actually make it work? That's my question. You know, and again, it comes to I can't, I can't do it for the world. I can't. All I can do it is for me. However, and that will have a triple effect into the world.
0: Yes, I do believe. Right, it's like a hologram. Right, when you cut pieces, it's everything still there. So when you yes. do it for you, yes, yes, you
1: are, and and so that's where. But then I, you're doing it for you, exactly. and the next person, and the next person, and that's how we all come together.
0: And when we did the, this um, when, um, in March for when, when Corona first hit and we talked about it as a gift, and I was saying that I think this idea that people are going within is, is like, it's like in slow motion, right? Like it's already happened. You know what I mean? Like we've already been the tipping point, the hundredth monkey. And so what we're seeing of what our choices have said, we want a different world is now we're seeing how that world is happening. It's not like, is it gonna happen? It's happening. It is, it is. It's totally happening. And so you can focus on it's happening. Wow, isn't this exciting? It's happening, isn't it wonderful, like you said? Or you can talk about, oh my gosh, you know, when, when are things changing? Things are changing right now.
1: They are, and they have been for a while. If you actually pay attention, they really have been for a while. And there's a lot of goodness in the things that have been happening.
0: And, and don't, and I mean, in that sense of those of us that know that things have always been changing or there's other things in the world, like Ebola in Africa, you know, and war in Congo and all this stuff that's been going on everywhere in the world that we've just been like, Oh, how how does that affect us? It's, it's like, just because there's this machine still wanting everybody to think one thing right it's like no no no, that's old too that's old too exactly you know just because you're getting that doesn't mean that we need to get that because that was like 10 years ago, right you know
1: exactly 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 yeah
0: so mothers can you can work with mothers anywhere in the world right?
1: yeah yeah I have yeah I do um and I um when you know coronavirus did, happen and come into our life, um, I couldn't go into schools and childcare centres anymore. So basically my work was very affected and I took it online. Mm -hmm. So I do have a yoga program for little ones with their families, you know, where we talk a lot about positive language and Mm -hmm. the way that we feel in our body. And so it's a little bit more than just, you know, yoga, it's actually really understanding the words that we use and Mm -hmm. the way we speak to ourselves and the way that even we hold our body, you know, um, you know, slumped over how, you know, what's your Mm -hmm. state like, what's your physiology like, what's your languaging like. So it's really important giving, you know, children these tools. And let me just tell you, children as young as uh, look, I actually believe from birth, like I really do believe from birth. They really do understand. And even when they are, you know, in the vehicle of our body, children Mm -hmm. hear and feel and understand all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, but let's just speak on the 3D forum. It's if you really listen to a child, even as young as two, when they're first starting to say, you know, get their sentences together, Mm -hmm. they have so much wisdom and they really actually understand these concepts. They really do. It's as we grow and we have, you know, the onion layers of us, Mm -hmm. like form and my whole intention in the world and I feel like if you want to call it purpose but what I'm inspired to do is teach humans as young as possible that they are radically responsible for the life that they choose and you know how they choose to show up Mm -hmm. is up to them and it's not about being perfect because there's no such thing like I've really 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 um, also feel like perfection is when When we're perfect is when it's our time to pass over because we've achieved everything we've needed to achieve. So that's how I feel about perfection and with death, you know, in in regards Mm -hmm. to that. Um, And so I'm not ready to die, are you? I still have a lot of work to do. So it's not about being perfect. (laughs) It's just about doing your best and showing up you, you how you show up. Mm -hmm. In any given moment, like even if you muck up, how do you say you're sorry? I yell at my children. Everybody thinks I'm this saint because I do yoga. I'm like, no, no, I'm 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 of Lebanese background. Hello. Like, have you seen the temperaments of Middle Eastern people? Yeah. <laughs> I yell, I yell, and naturally I yell without even meaning to yell. Like right. that's just my excitement sometimes, right? Right. Yeah. However, If I did something wrong, I will quickly say, I am sorry. You know, like, I am sorry I did that. And that's really a powerful thing that I've learned because I used to be proud, like, 10 years ago and not be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and so shifting that and kind of going, it's not about perfection. It's just about me going, oh, um, okay, you know, like an example. I've hurt your feelings. Let me reflect on that. Why did I hurt your feelings? Where can you take responsibility for your feelings? Right. And I will take responsibility and how how I portrayed that message. Right. So it's just things like that,
0: you know? Oh, it's it's great. Right. Like like Leah's loving it. She's like, Yes, okay, there you go. You know, take everybody every, I mean that idea that that you have to be 18 or something before you're responsible is is again another. I don't illusion. actually.
1: Yeah, because you know that the brain's not fully formed and grown until you're twenty five.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, there's all these little things, right? You know, and um, I know my grandfather left, you know, his family when he was thirteen, right? You know what I mean? So, I mean, I to think about that is like when there was no cell phones or no nothing. You know, and my yeah. my granny like crossed the ocean when she was eighteen. You know, and got in a yeah. boat and just said. So yeah. this idea that there's oh. so many things that that. We just have to shatter and um, realize that everybody's experience matters. Everybody has a different perspective and everybody has a right to enjoy their life and to release what no longer serves them. And mothering
1: the mother is so important to empower the children. A hundred percent. And please, to all the mothers listening out there, just take a step back and listen to what your children are really telling you because mm-hmm. they are such wise souls they really are such pure wise souls even in their tantrums even in their difficult moments you know um even in their they they really truly are our teachers and our mirrors in what we need to heal within ourselves and i have practiced this energetically on so many levels so i'm not just waffling off a book or anything like that you know my, i've got very very strong young boys who are so full of love and compassion and so full of, you know, zest and strength. And I am so blessed to have them as my boys because every day they teach me on a variety of things, but where I need to heal myself. Um, And Mm -hmm. it is, you know, so I just, I really just, and you know, for mothers that want to know more about this, please, Get in contact. I'm more than happy to share my own experiences around that with you because, you know, we could be here for hours talking about that. Yeah. Um, but listen to your children. Listen to your heart. Listen to your children. Beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. So you actually have, are kicking off the
0: last, you know, the last leg that's all Australian, I'm realising. <laughs> you know, so it's... it's, it's uh. Yeah, so till the end, I think there's one, two, three, four, four left, four five, four, wow. whatever, but it's all good. There you go. So thank you. I love you. Oh, I'm thank so you, grateful beautiful for conversations. And I look forward
1: to talking again really soon. Me too. Absolutely. Have a wonderful evening there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sun's still going. To, it's just
0: starting to go down. It's 9 p.m. Oh, here.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Enjoy. Enjoy. Thanks. Thank you.